Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, everyone, for... Listening to She Podcast, this is episode 295. We only have a few more left of the year. We are very excited about that. Even though we will not hit 300 by 2021, we are just excited that 2020 is over. I don't know about you guys. Suckiest. So we have a couple things to cover for you today. It is December in the beginning. I won't tell you when because what's the point? You'll listen to it another time. I'm Jessica Kupferman, and with me is always my beautiful, savvy, smart, sassy co-host, Elsie Escobar, <laughs> and my persnickety podcast producer with all the P's, perfectionist, perfect editor, plum fantastic, John Jamingo. Hello, John. He's going to have you? such a, he's going to have a really hard time editing that for you. I just Jessica. noticed that the, really all the puzz that you put in there are oh, all like, oh my god, that's perfect. Um, yeah, all of that. Right, he will. I just noticed she's that like the, the Daffy Duck of podcasting. I just noticed that the um, the caption said your name as L C capital L capital yeah. Escobar. You I used that? to always do that. I mean, because people never knew how to spell my name. So when people are like, "What's your name?" and I would say L C, and they would go, uh, "Excuse me," and I would go L C, and they would go, "Oh, L C." Yeah. Yes. So, and it's oh, part of funny. my signature. When I write my name, I say like I put Escobar, and then I make an L and a C. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's my signature. That's so, you. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen you sign your name to anything because we don't live near each other. Why would I? That is correct. You could actually um, put right. that toward to the YMCA music. L sees my name. Da, 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 da. <laughs> wow, that's really creative. Yeah. All right. But hey, listen. So we have hey. a we're covering some good things or not good things. We're doing a little bit of a recap of 2020 for she podcast and personally today since it's we only have two more episodes for 2020. So this is sort of like an end of the year topical kind of thing. But we did get a little bit of feedback. And there are two things that I would like to um, talk about that are in the show notes. Other than that, I have like a list that I added in there. But one of them is that we got a little bit of feedback from Sevilla, Sevilla Morgan. Hello, Sevilla. And And she said... Hello, Jess and Elsie. As soon as I read why Alec Baldwin took his podcast, Here's the Thing, which I'm subscribed to, left uh, WNYC, I thought about the ongoing conversation in podcasting over why join a network versus why not. I guess the reason why he left is secondary to the network conversation and or primary to also ongoing conversations about the hashtag Me Too movement. I don't know, but the network versus non-network issue is what caught me. I was recently asked by uh, to join a network and just couldn't decide to. This person is a longtime friend. My podcast would be heard in the UK on his network, but I continue to drag my feet 
anyway, I just wanted to forward this uh, on for you to talk about it and not uh, on a future episode. At this point, the subject has probably been discussed at nauseum, right? Um, not really civil and not no, this specific not really. question that you asked um, about this. Uh, Jessica, do you know why Alec Baldwin left WNYC? No, but I was just looking. Hold on. So the reason that he left was oh, primarily no. because he was going to have, a what's baby. his name with the glasses? Director. Woody Allen? Woody Allen. Yeah. Oh, no. I think he was going to have, I, I believe he was going to have Woody Allen on the show. And WNYC said that that was okay, but he had to ask him questions about his relationship with his Oh yeah, that wife or yeah. something. I don't know. And it's his wife, right? But that, the whole, no. you know, the whole like pedophilia thing. Yeah, the whole NYC like producers required him to ask Woody Allen about allegations by Dylan Farrow, his adopted daughter, right. that he sexually assaulted her, not about Suni, who is his wife. Oh, okay, his actual yeah, like his other daughter. His, his other daughter. That's right. Okay, they so said, something we'll like the interview, unless you ask these questions, and I said I'm out of here. That's right. Wow. And yeah. And so um, Alec Baldwin left. Well, that's the, I think that this is why Sevilla is asking this question, because it's not necessarily about I think that this is a a conversation that we do need to be having, because really Alec was being supported by WNYC. It's a a big network. Um, It is very well known. Uh, I'm sure he got a lot of maybe possibly marketing resources. I'm not sure what the relationship was between them, but you know, people join networks because of the support that they get from said network, right? I mean, that's one of the perks of joining a network. You get that overall thing. They have a lot of clout. They get an opportunity to do partnerships together and all of that stuff. But also you're giving up some things, maybe. I mean, they they want... Like editorial freedom? Yep, exactly. Like content stuff. Like even so... On the yeah. one hand, I don't like that your network would require you to ask certain questions of a guest. However, I do think it's interesting that that's the stipulation to have that particular guest who is already controversial and, you know, kind of a problem character. And if you're going to allow a problem character on the air, it may as mm-hmm. well come with, well, this has to be journalistic or we're not doing it. And I mean, I get that. I do kind of get that. I mean, it's their but, network. Otherwise, if it's if they don't ask him about it, it's just going to look like they believe everything he says. So right? what you're saying is that because it's WNYC, but I guess in a larger context, what if it like because he moved to iHeartRadio? That's where he moved. To. Uh-huh. He moved to iHeartRadio. So because iHeartRadio is, I guess, more laissez-faire about having these conversations. Well, they're just yeah, they're sort of an all for one, one for all type network aren't they they just sort of like let you do whatever you do i don't know i don't know and i asked i actually asked on the lips and social channel would you want the money or would you want uh, creative control over your stuff i'd want the money fuck the control creative control see like it's really but see here's the thing and i kept I thinking care. the majority of the people said that responded i would say there were maybe two out of all of the responses that said I'd consider the money like they would say it would have to be like a good like they would say, I need to see the check first. Or they said uh, or there there was a no, but the other person said it's okay if it was for a specific show, I could still make another show. 
But the majority of them, I would say 98% of the people that responded was a no, like a hard no, no, no. But I feel that the reality of being offered a well-paying, like, oh, that's what I said. Would you make a living? Like, could you make a living with your podcast? Like if you were paid to make a living with your podcast and lose creative control, like which one would you pick? Um, So it was a substantial amount of money. It wasn't just like a, you know, yeah. And so, but, and so the thing that I kept wondering about is like, I think that as podcasters right now, we are really disconnected from how powerful getting that check is. You know what I mean? Because it seems so outside of the norm. Like who's going to pay, like who's going to pay our salary for a substantial good living to just to do this, right? It seems so. On the other side, you have Alec Baldwin, who's been famous since he was like 25 or maybe younger. He's been famous his entire life. He's my father's age, I think, or maybe a little Mm -hmm. younger. So like Alec Baldwin doesn't know what it's like to rely on money. And can just go about his Baldwin life, forming his own opinions about things and spewing them all over the Internet about Woody Allen and whomever without any kind of consequence because no one's paying his bills but him. Whereas the rest of us, most people would be like, I'll take the money. Fuck creative control because I'm not Alec Baldwin (laughs) and I don't get to call those kinds of shots. And once I have Alec Baldwin money, maybe I'll think about taking a stand. I don't think it would be with Woody Allen. Or Alex Jones, for that matter. I'm not going to take those stands. If it was somebody like, I mean, I don't know. I can't even, honestly, if Oprah came out as some kind of, you know, the problem is that like those people who are being supported, like are being supported for seemingly doing terrible, terrible things. And I don't often have positive relationships with those kinds of people. So yeah, control my creative. It's kind of like when people get all, and I know, John, you're one of these people, too, where it's like, Alexa's listening to me. I don't want anyone listening to me or reading my mail or looking at my email. I'm not doing anything interesting. Look away. Read it all. I don't care. Fuck privacy. I don't care. There's nothing I'm doing that is so horribly private that nobody can read it. First of all, how dare you? In my bedroom, <laughs> on my nightstand, not only do I have a, a Google. I know you like Alexa, but. I have Alexa like- and Google, and I have an iPhone now, so I have Siri. I have three people listening to every time I burp and fart. And so what? No one's writing it down. Exactly. That's my so that's point. what I'm saying. But, but isn't so the thing. Wait a minute. Isn't the thing about podcasting is you're the boss? You're the boss. You get to do. Yes, you get no, to ask no. I'm, I, we're yes. only the boss because no one will pay us to do it. Right. And I and mind you, we are we are also veering off of the question here with the which privacy is? thing. But you're okay. which is about the whole the value of networks, the value of networks <sighs> as we move forward, because For it's going to be coming up a lot more. I know that we're not Alec Baldwin like we like. Any deal that you and I are offered at any point is not going to be the type of deal that's going to make us, I guess, go take all the things. You own me now. Thank you so much. Like, we're not, that's not going to happen. We are going to have a deal that's going to be good, that makes sense for the type of things that we have. So I think that part of it would be, what are we willing to give up? Let's what scale are we down. willing to let's scale down. Yeah. Would we be willing to take a sponsor if it meant we couldn't talk about another sponsor, aka Libsyn, for example? Right. 
would we say to Libsyn, we will never mention another podcast host ever again? I mean, we both use the service, like the service. You work for them. I've never used anything else religiously. But would we allow them to dictate our public preferences? That's like the first question. And then also say it's not Libsyn. If it's like Mm -hmm. Blueberry and they want to sponsor our show on the condition that we don't mention Libsyn for the entire month, even though you work there. Right. I think that I've been thinking about this actually quite sure strongly. And it's one of the reasons it's one of the reasons why I'm having I think this conversation is really valid. They would have to pay up big yes. time. Like I, like, you know, exclusivity, because like because remember, it actually came yes. up with Stacey Sims when she asked that question about having the two. What was it? Uh, sugar. It was some kind of diabetes device. Right. Yes, they were yes. two of the two same type meters, of company. Meters, I yeah. Think. Two, yeah. And so. What I thought about that was the exclusivity to not mention anybody else needs to come with a lot of money. But it is like viable is the point. Yeah, it is viable. Absolutely. For the you. Point is, yes, it is. Because it is if you terrible. give enough for this specific type of, of um, yeah, platform that we have right now, I would be absolutely transparent about it we are like this is our presenting sponsor right yeah and this is what it is and there are other and then we can still continue to talk about news and information from other podcast hosts in a way that was like oh Mm -hmm. without having to mention things no i'm all i i think so without having to go into anything specific mind you we don't cover too much of that because i think it's kind of boring in all honesty but i did have a situation with when i had an agency where one of my podcasters had a sponsor from one like one was HelloFresh and one was Blue Apron because you know they're terrible rivalry, right? right. So, like, so she had a sponsor from one of them, but decided to do a roundup of all the services, you know, thereby mentioning oh, right. the other yeah, yeah, yeah. one. And right, right. Pissed. And she was like, "You're trying to control my content," and you know, as the go, but that's I was like, right? But just choose another episode that's not being sponsored by the competition. That's all. Just don't right. Do but it the other thing, though, where they're sponsoring it because that's just but dumb. that's. Straight up sponsor, though, Jessica, instead yes. of news. Right. No, you know I what know, I mean? But it was just had to be her content that week. You're right. right. It's not news. And, and so it's her content. Like if, if we're if if we're being spot and then we go, hey, Jess, should we do a top 10 podcast hosts episode? That <laughs> is like that would never come into it. Like, why? True. We wouldn't. I would I know. not do well, that. I mean, that was the nature of her show. But I, yes, I see right. what you're saying. And see, also so like, I wouldn't do that. But if like we were just talking about Buzzsprout. You know, with the eighty-two thousand podcasts, that's news, right? And I'll tell you like, something else: we you can- don't see Jennifer Aniston putting on anything but a vino, and she don't drink anything but Aquafina. And if she is caught with you that, I've so? seen her. I know so because her sponsors have said. I mean, there's been some in the news, very rarely, once in a while. This person's not happy because they may have seen Jennifer with you know Deer Park or some nonsense, and she's always like, "I beg your pardon, I only drink Aquafina because that's what I'm paid to do." All right. She always sticks up for herself from people to some degree. I would love to have a controversy about that because Because that means that I would be making bank. And also, if she likes Aquafina, why would you spokesperse? That's right. Which I know is not a word. Why would you spokesperse for a a product that you don't like anyway? Like, go ahead, argue with me about Aquafina. It's all I drink because I wouldn't sign up with them. Unless it was all right. I drank. So come at me, bro. Come at me, Deer Park or whoever. Right. 
No, but I mean, it's, I, yeah, when it comes to sponsorship, yeah. But when it comes to the network being able to then, because there, I don't, I don't think that there's a monetary, actually, I have no idea. Is there a monetary exchange yes. when you, you know, when you're doing in terms of, of being part of a network, do they, what do they do? They should be splitting advertising profits. So that's the reason why a network wants Alec Baldwin is because people are going to want to advertise on that show because he's very popular and has a huge audience and Alec would want to be with NYC for the same reason, because they already have advertisers that are buying, 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 buying. So it's easy to put an ad on his show. It's a win-win. And it's probably a win-win for iHeart as well. I, I guess for Alec, I was so thrown off by your hair right now. It's like, yeah, oh, isn't it so cute? Cool. She look at her thingies. Anyway, but Jenny, she says, I mean, to have so, you know, she has thoughts. She's, you know, she's in reproductive health. So, hey, but I guess one of the, it's, uh, it's the importance of finding the right network for you. If you want to speak with an alleged pedophile, you might not want a network that is pretty feminist, right? Not so, known as being the most feminist lately, but I hear. Well, not lately. I, I completely agree, but this would be essentially shooting themselves in the foot it would to some degree because for NYC who already exactly. doesn't look feminist to exactly. allow Woody Allen exactly. to come on. Right. They've been in the news yes. for having some unorthodox yes. work environment issues. So yes. And so right. doing something like that would have like thrown themselves up. So I think the yeah. basically the bottom line is the fact that I, I think this is going to become a bigger issue and as a, a way to impart wisdom to all of you who are possibly considering being part of networks and all of these things, just make sure that and I know maybe it's really about being able to narrow it down to this. How much or what's your price? I guess that's really the question. What's your price and what would you give up? Because we all have one. And even as, you know, straight up like woke <laughs> people, <laughs> We are in some way making uh, decisions on all the time, starting off with the, you know, with the companies that we choose to uh, pay for, with the clothes that we're buying, with all of those things. Right. But then we also start to get to our business decisions. And what is that price? Who are you willing to partner with? And is there a value that's coming that is both yours and theirs? So there is an equal amount of partnership. And also, I mean, there's a part of me that's not really surprised. Like, it feels like this wasn't like I wouldn't think WNYC. What's his name? I forgot. Even I already forgot his name. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, Alec Baldwin. Like, I don't think like those two names together. They're not. I don't know. The synergy doesn't fit. They're not to some degree. Right. Well, Alec, I guess, has worked with him on movies and stuff. And I guess they're friendly before all this stuff came out. And that is a problem. Like, like there's a lot of comedians that were very friendly with Louis before all that stuff came out. And they comedians have been very good about not taking a stand on his activities. I've noticed Mm -hmm. like his very good friends have been like, this was not something that was really hidden from people. That's right. So, you know, and most women comedians were like, yeah, he did that to me. He did to everyone. The guy just whipped it out and started playing yeah. with it at every party. It's no secret. <laughs> you awesome. Know? So, I yeah. mean, yeah, but I mean. Did I'm you sure. have to throw an allegedly in there? <laughs> I'm just saying, Elsie, think about someone that we know, how well we know someone and, and what we think about them. That Whoever we hold in high regard, and I could name a few right now. If we found out something terrible about them, how much would we put on the line to further their career or help them dig out of a hole? I don't know. There's like, 
Well, you know, it really depends on it really depends on that relationship and how well you know the person. Like it can't just be the random person that you met at the parties and you kind of knew like you really have to know, like you really have to ask questions and be like, dude, is this did this really happen? And like that for conversation. There are only a handful. And I mean, maybe five possibly 10 people that I could go to bat for beyond a shadow of a doubt that they're not some kind of evil mastermind. Well, use me as an example. How far would you go before you kick me to the curb? We've gone pretty far. We've gone pretty far. You <laughs> should not ask that question. Because there you go. I That's mean, a complicated question because we get called out for having you as an editor simply because you're male and not female. Forgetting any kind of statement you may make that's political or forgetting all of that. The simple fact that you're male can trigger some people who listen to our show because you're male. And the truth is that, you know, six years ago when we started, first, we didn't even have an editor. He offered to edit. We said, okay. And he did it for free for years. I made him start invoicing us. So it's kind of hard to fire someone who's doing it for free. Not that I would fire him because He's an amazing editor. Amazing. Now, if you came out that you were a pedophile, well, we'd have to say goodbye. I would. Yes. Sure. I would understand that. If you were in the KKK, I think I would say goodbye. I mean, I not think. I would say goodbye. <laughs> I would say goodbye for that. But those are the two worst things I can think of. Like, I know you're not a communist or I mean. No. Why would you? But see, but here's the thing, though. There comes a point where you do have to make those kinds of decisions. Right. And and part of it is that you have to have a you have to know what your again, going back to your price, you have to know what your price is and you have to stand by what that price is. But Elsie, we're talking about standing by someone who is having a political takedown where john is not really happy like no one is after john to like throw him in jail no one cares what i think but here's that but i think that part of what is what we're discussing here is content control at the bottom part of it right you can have all of this other stuff right all of these other layers of things it's about having the network come and tell you you cannot have that conversation unless you ask these questions that's what we're focusing in right now on not all of the other nuances because all the other nuances have to do with brand awareness and with with different things every single one of these um networks that are coming out or partnerships that we're building together as podcasters are going to be requiring you to do things for them or you are going to be asking them to do things for you well i would think that like in any situation before you go into a network you know whenever you have to take a look at their terms and and see if you agree with that in other words if it's a, a if your content creation is really important to you then you say hey i'll be part of your network but you can't tell me what i can do on my okay, show but that's what joe rogan did and they still yanked out alex jones show didn't they no not to know well one. they did it out yes, of they fucking did which one did the one he, he had with tim, tim they tim? haven't put it back up no but see the thing they is that was all and they told him that it was because of a bandwidth issue which is horseshit it's spotify no. It actually, um, at least as far as I know, it was a rogue person who did it. Oh, now that it was a rogue worker at Spotify. Oh, they should be fired. 
They took that stuff down. So it wasn't a a company thing. They tried to sort of, I think what, I mean, this is all stipulate. Mind you, I am just guessing. This is not something, but mind you, Spotify is a huge company, right? They've got lots of people, people working with them. There can be somebody who does something like that. I mean, even we, Jessica, there's times where like, we're going like, who posted that? Who sent that thing? Who did the image, right? Where yeah. we don't know who in our small team might have done something or responded to somebody or didn't respond to somebody. Now, imagine a gigantic Spotify company and somebody does something like the audio is out, the episodes disappeared. What happened? And then the first place is like, OK, who who did it or what happened? Does anybody know? And so everybody's like, I don't know. I don't know. Like they had to do some searching. Right. And it ended up being a dude. Or a person, I don't know if it was a dude, a person who took it down. All I can say is that you and I try to be very transparent when we're going through things. And if we did sign with a network or didn't sign with a network, I think we would discuss what we thought, what the benefits were, what the pros and cons were, as well as why we would stay, why we would go. We've not been approach that I know we have an approach for people to come on our network but unfortunately that does not exist well I think that we were I remember when we were developing that show Jessica it was like see that was a that was a possibility at some but it was just it was was a little I think that was a big that was a big pull for us man I know I I, it would have taken away the joy I mean also bad timing it was bad timing in a lot of different ways and just not a yeah what else? But anyway, so I think that we have cartoons. I could develop a cartoon show for us. That would, You that would, could develop a cartoon for us. Yes, it could. Even another audio show. So let me tell you about Box. I have used it multiple times to get my email, what they call my email shit in gear. There's nothing for you to learn. You purchase SaneBox. You attach it to your Gmail. It creates a folder and starts moving unimportant emails into that folder. And as you pull things in and out, you can either send things to the unimportant folder or take things out. It will start to learn what's important to you and what's not important to you. And it syncs across everywhere. So for the lowest tier, which is not expensive, it is it's $7 a month. For It will do reminders and it will sort of separate your attachments from your other email. It does all kinds of stuff. So it's really cool. It will give you some folders. News. So it puts all your newsletters in there, everything you're CC'd on in another folder and some DIY stuff. Do it yourself training folder. So if you guys who sign up for online training, it will know that and put it all in a separate place. But there's some other folders that you can choose. For example, the black hole, the same box black hole is where you put an email And then eventually, every time you get an email from there, it just goes right to the trash. And then there's like a sane, not spam for stuff you're rescuing from your spam folder. There's snoozy stuff. So you can snooze it for today, tomorrow, a week, et cetera. It's really cool. $7 a month for the lowest tier and or 70, I'm sorry, 60 yearly. Or you can do two email accounts for $12 a month or four email accounts for $36 a month. Either way, it's all very, very affordable. And if you are one of those people like me who has a really hard time like tearing through your email, like over Thanksgiving, I got over a hundred emails a day. Most of it useless. Most, well, that's wow. because I it was Black Friday, right? But um, by the time I started looking at my email again, it wasn't the holiday anymore. It was like up to 300 emails. It's a nightmare. E- 
So anyway, I just want to say go to SaneBox.com if you're interested in signing up for that um, and thank them for being our sponsor. And thank you so much for being our sponsor, SaneBox. Hold on. I have a I have Isaacus interrupt us. We've moved on. We're moving on now from from the, the content about that. I just want to give a shout out uh, to Martina Castro's new project. She kind of reached out to us and I want to kind of highlight a little bit and kind of support this um, work that's coming out. Uh, so Georgetown, Georgetown Institute for Women, Peace and Security. So Georgetown released a multilingual podcast on women's fight for justice and peace. And um, so this is amazing. Nobel Peace Prize winner Nadia Murad is featured in the first episode of this of this. Um, it's like a multilingual uh, second season of Seeking Peace of the Seeking Peace podcast to spotlight women's uh, fight for peace and justice in their communities from Afghanistan to Colombia to the United States. Uh, this is a fantastic piece of content. And the most important thing that I and the reason that I wanted to bring awareness to this is because it is a multilingual podcast. And if I were to do some 2021, um, how do you say it? You know, when you tell people what's going to happen in the next year predictions. predictions. If you want to tell people predictions, I would say that multilingual podcasts are going to start to considerably grow, grow, grow. And there's going to have to, if we want to get into our suspects and support for these things, there's going to have to be a delineation within the RSS feed specs or other ways in which either, uh, what do you call it, directories or anything that's sucking in a bunch of like the Apple Podcast API and all of that kind of stuff or building their own to start to delineate shows that are not just in one language and that are equally in two or more languages or that they keep on changing languages as something to be able to quickly pull apart because and even within a show which is another thing too you can have like a spanish episode and an english episode but there's going to be a lot of shows that are going to be both in one and it's going to be treated like absolutely normal and that is actually going to be the norm and the most empowering thing about shows so if it is uh, uh yeah so multilingual podcast will be a thing uh you guys check out the link in the show notes so that you can find where to subscribe and apple podcast stitcher spotify google play and all the places and congratulations to georgetown institute for doing this this is amazing absolutely Very cool. yay anything else or anything else i think that um i don't know if we have time to cover all of the thoughts that i have but we are in terms of the end of the year things that i put in here on well, on the list you have the restraint the time restraint so. i have the time restraint so i think that we can do a very quick overview okay. at um the podcasting end of things here where i kind of look back at all of our show notes y'all so i went down the the rabbit hole of we have a notion board we should let's see who would like to see our notion board i think that there's some people that are watching it who have seen it because i see you sky sky spillberry uh pillsbury's in the house and i see her in there and i know that she's had access to this board because yes. um we had her on the show 
So we have a notion board with like, that looks kind of like a Trello board, one of those Kanban boards. And it has all of our episodes for the year. uh, And there's all the articles and the things that we cover. So I went all the way back to the beginning of this year and I kind of like scanned through and I got some bullet points for us to kind of go through uh, of the larger things that I think were a thread this entire year. I think the biggest thing that came into my, (laughs) where I was like, oh my God, again, was the second bullet point, Jessica, where, where, Sarah, where I say it was the year of Spotify is bigger than Apple Podcasts or is Apple Podcasts losing ground or is Spotify bigger than Apple Podcasts? Like every month, every, every month. And I've been month. saying it for years. That they no, no, no. Come along. I don't think so. I don't oh, think yeah, that's the so. truth. It is hype. It's not hype. It is hype. All right. It has not happened hype. yet. Okay. It is hype. It is the narrative. Is that the, that's what I'm seeing? It's like everybody's like Spotify is bigger than Apple Podcasts. And I have a feeling it's it's like um it's a business marketing decision that's coming from Spotify where it's like the smaller mm-hmm. the you know like the sm- smaller in podcasting, not necessarily smaller smaller, right? So actually, you know, Apple's gigantic. So yeah, Apple's like the gigantic leader. And then the smaller dude is over here going like I'm bigger than you. I'm bigger than you. And the whole entire time, all they're doing is just throwing stones Mm -hmm. and getting coverage and getting people to say it and making sure the frame of the story is Spotify. Is Spotify really going to be bigger? Is Spotify? And so they're, I think that that's really what they're doing is that they've manipulated the entire media scope around podcasting to have this question keep coming up when it's not really actually the truth because Apple podcast never like responds to any of this. Cause that's not their game, but the Spotify game is very hype and they have a, a fantastic marketing team, man. It's like asking Apple if Samsung is going to come along and eat their lunch. Like it's not even in their like peripheral vision. They don't care. They don't think about it. They give zero fucks about anybody else, but Apple as they should. Right. And look at Sky's had a great question. Let's, let's look at Sky's uh, commentary. Uh, You know, she says, but what do they actually do at Apple podcast? So she's going to figure it out and I don't doubt it. I hope she does. I don't doubt it. You know, it's just that there's, Oh, I think that there's a, a culture there's a really massive cultural difference between, you know, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, particularly with their marketing. The I don't even know, like their ethos and when it comes to marketing, because Apple Podcasts or not even Apple Podcasts, Apple is so slick and so very tech heavy and very min- minimalist and very well put together. And I think that they have a process of like having to approve all the things from all the places and everybody gets together and it has to be very like, it can't have the, that little thing. It's very meticulous. Whereas with Spotify, they're a lot more hands-on testing things, making things colorful. Like they make bold choices and they failed hard and they fail hard. They fail hard. Like I remember when they first launched videos they started to do some video stream. I don't even know what yeah. they were doing. It was like, what even is that? Why are they doing that? And so now they're they're making these big, bold moves. And they actually have a fantastic way to support their people. Look at how many people are sharing their, um, what do you call the, those little like, uh, how many, have you looked at that? And when you go into Spotify and you see the, the, the most amazing things that you've 
listen to in 2020? Playlists? What? Yeah. No, no, not the playlist. Oh. It's a huge thing. All right, people, in the this is when you have to save my ass, everybody in the private chat. Oh, you you know about? what everybody's been sharing about. It's like a huge marketing thing that po- that Spotify has Your been doing for the end. Terrible podcast functionality is that no like a music thing oh my gosh no y'all you guys are really my god everybody's sharing this on social it's us it's It's us us. right we can't get in her brain you can't speak (laughs) and it's our fault well it's called a re i don't even know what it's called it's a whole marketing campaign for the end of the year stuff wrapped wrapped That's wrapped. it, Andrea Anderson. I wish I could send you something because it's right. It's wrapped. <laughs> Spotify wrapped 2020. That's what it is. Okay. Spotify wrapped. Andrea, yes. Thank you so much for saving my ass. Yes. So, Thanks. yes. So when you go inside of this Spotify wrapped, look, Lena, it's 2020 wrapped. And when you go in there, it actually gives you all of the data for 2020. All of the data. All, all of the music the music that you listen to, your top whatever artists that you listen to, your podcast that you listen to, everything inside there. And so everybody's been sharing that on social. Like everybody has been sharing this like, ooh, cool, ooh, cool. And it's like, if for, for somebody who doesn't use Spotify, like all of a sudden it makes me want to just use it because I want to get that. But it's working off of your data. So if you don't actually use the app, it's not going to give you any information back at you. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple Podcasts could have done something like this. And this is where the marketing aspect of it between Apple Podcast and Spotify is so... Why are they not doing stuff like this? This is what's going to keep people using their stuff is to give them ways to brag about what they've done and how to make it about them and how to personalize it for themselves. So all I mean, I had like there's so many people that are sharing the stuff about what their top podcasts were in Spotify for the last year. How cool would it be? Y'all, I know that I listen in a bunch of different places. If the app of my choice, I was able to look and see which podcast I listened to the most in 2020. And it just give it to me. I would love that. You would? You, yeah. To be able to Don't see which do is that. No, nobody does except Spotify. Oh, right. I like that Spotify. I've started to notice it's showing me the year in review, which is useless for me because like I end up listening to like new york groove by kiss eight billion times because my son wants to listen to it so it's like what's the point of that for some people but i mean it is cool that they kind of give you like a here's where you learn here's where you're going i was so impressed with creating something like this for i'll put it on the people to be able to align with it elsie sounds angry oh great patrick sorry patrick am i yelling too hard I'm yelling too hard on my microphone, my new microphone that I haven't spoken she about. She's a little frustrated because we couldn't figure out what raps was because I'd never heard of it before. It's so, um, it's such a great, awesome thing, man. Madam Moxie says that I have a contractor interview this week for a senior platform ops producer short term. I can say that they do not operate the same as Google and other big tech companies looking for contractors. It's hard to get info on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking about, I'm assuming, um, talking about um, Apple Podcast. Thank you. So look at this. Look at how pretty this entire thing. So, so right now pretty. we're looking at, for those of you who are listening to this later, you can see the link in the show notes. That's funny. And so when you start to see all of the things that happened um, at four twenty, you are and how out of touch you are with everything. That's what I'm learning. There's like, no, 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 no. This isn't one. it. 
If you look at yourself, you can get your own, Jess. That's the whole point. You can actually get this as a personalized thing. And then you can see the top three podcasts that you listened to. What were those that were in here and all of this stuff? It just makes it so, so nice. I love it so much. But you know what I mean? When it comes to marketing, how amazing would it not be to have like something like this coming from Apple as well? Uh, Because it is they and again, going back to the fact that they actually are the biggest podcasting. I can't say podcasting company. It's where people listen to the most still that is not they that's they still own the place. So. If we can get something like that coming out from them, it would be amazing. But alas, I do not know. Anyway, but uh, yeah, you can do all of those things inside of Spotify. So I think that I hope Apple Podcasts like up their game a little bit. Also, going back to the privacy conversation, Jessica, the reason that Spotify can do this is because they do get a lot of data from you, like real specific data from you where they can create these things, whereas Apple podcast is or Apple is very adamant about not like they do have a lot of data, but they really try to keep it as non-specific as possible, I guess, so that you can't. I'm sorry. General proprietary, not proprietary, not general. There's a there's a word in privacy that does that where like you can't really tell. It's just data and they can't really find out about you. Whereas with Spotify, they can oh, really it's like go user data without specific personal data. Yeah. And it's they're a little more into just the information versus the Jessica listened at every morning at 10 a.m. She has a playlist that she listens to these three songs. And then she like there's like a certain level of knowledge that goes through um, that Spotify is capturing that can give you this type of stuff. That's why their playlists are so good, too, because they really start to get to know you and the stuff that you like. Whereas with Apple Podcasts or Apple Music or Apple, the platform doesn't really do too well when it comes to that. So, yeah. So anywho, anywho, all right. Anywho, y'all. Well, so we that um, have one more episode for this year, don't we? We do. We were going to do. We so the next episode, my dream, up. just is to do our 2020 favorite things for She Podcasts. Our 2020 okay. favorite things. We're going to end up with a joyful, happy discussion about all the good things because we already discussed all the shit shows. Okay. <laughs> Yes, we did. Um, okay. So, yes, cool. yes, 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 yes. Okay. All right. All right. Um, well, let's wrap it up then. Thank you guys so much for listening to She Podcast. And thank you for those of you who joined us live. We really appreciate it. Just Yay! so you know, if you would like an, uh, a little texty to know when we're going live or when we're starting to launch something or when we have something special happening, go ahead and text hello or anything to we'll just say hello let's just say hello for now uh 302-240-3425 or you can go right now to my.community.com forward slash she podcast get on our little texting list we don't text that often we will not spam your phone but we will let you know when important things are happening like tickets going on sale for she and etc and so forth which is coming soon so also you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram at she podcast you can go and see our show notes at shepodcast.com and you can email us any feedback feedback at shepodcast.com thank you guys so much for listening we will see you next time for our last 
show of the year. Yay! Yay! Mean it! Bye! Bye!